Welcome to the Asians Redefining Their Success podcast, where Asian professionals share their stories of breaking boundaries and switching into more creative and unconventional careers. I am your host, Yangshi Zhou. Welcome back. Hope you had an Merry Christmas, or if you're like me and family doesn't really celebrate it, hope you had a chill holiday. And wanted to give a shout out to the top three listener regions right now. So it's the US, Australia, and we have a newcomer from Korea. Super, super exciting. And this episode is also really special in that it's a year in review. Because we're nearing the end of the year, I thought I would do a special episode on the year in review and how you can reflect upon your year as well. I know the whole year is a really long time to kind of look back and synthesize, and oftentimes this can feel like a really overwhelming chore. So to make it fun and easy, I've done all the hard work for you. I've distilled a whole bunch of reflection questions into five core ones that you can use. And so first, I'm going to tell you what the questions are, why they're important. And if you want to stay around, I will be reflecting my year using those questions too. And so you can do your year in review with me. (laughs) I'm pretty excited. So the first question is, What's one thing you did this year that you are proud of? So this can be something that is outside of your comfort zone, something that you were fearful of, something that you, you know, really took the leap. And it's important to start with this question so we can feel gratitude for what we've tried out and what new thing we did this year. The second question is, what are some of the results that you've created? And this question is really powerful in that it focuses on the results. Because oftentimes we may have a lot of intentions, like starting this side project, or starting a creative business, or building a habit, but it doesn't go through. And it's important to realize that you, even if it didn't go through, you have created results. Those are the results that you've created, whether or not it was aligned with your intention. So this really helps you focus on the end result to see where you've gone, where did you end up, so that for next year, you can reverse engineer and maybe do something differently if you um, didn't end up in the place that you wanted to be, or if you wanted to repeat a certain success, then you can do that as well. The third question is, what is a limiting belief you've unlearned and you're ready to let go of? So throughout our lives, we learn a lot of things from school, from adults, from authority figures, and I think in our later 20s, early 30s, it's not really about unlearning those limiting beliefs and learning something that is more true or more helpful for you. And as you let go of this belief, such as I'm not enough or I am not able to make it work, I'll never be successful, then you can really start off the new year with a blank slate and at a much 
higher place and from a place of ease. The fourth question is, what overarching theme do you want for your next year to revolve around? I really love the idea of themes because it sets an overall intention. So like, kind of like, you can think about it as, you know, what vibe do you want your year to have? What is the lens that you want to see the year through and choose what you work on, the activities you do? And this question was really inspired by my friend who does this every year on her birthday, setting an intentional theme for the next year. And lastly, the fifth question is, what is your big goal? for 2020. So this is where you are really dreaming big, right? Because I think oftentimes we underestimate how much we can achieve in a year and you have this really clear and concrete goal that you're striving towards. That's kind of like your one year north star and that way you can break it down into different milestones, subtasks to make sure that you are progressing towards that big goal. So there you have it. These are the five questions and why they are so important. And now I want you to grab a pen and a sheet of paper and just clear the space, sit here with me. And as I am answering these questions for myself, feel free to also pause me after each question and answer it for yourself as well. So here we go on this easy peasy fun year end review. First question. What's one thing you did that you're proud of this year? When I look back on this year, I clearly separate it into two chunks. So from January to May and from May to end of this year in December. And those two chunks are so, so different because of one thing that I did in May. And the thing was, I finally invested in myself. And what that means is finally believing in myself enough, wanting to go all in on my business and getting a coach. And I didn't just get one. I actually ended up getting two in May. And that really has been the most transformational thing for me this year. If not, I did not do that, this podcast wouldn't be here. My creative business, coaching business wouldn't have grown so much. I wouldn't. There's so many, there's so many things. And really, it's not just about getting coaching that in itself is really transformational. But I think what's really the most important is the step you take before you get coaching. And I, what I mean by that is I would have never invested in myself and invested so much money into myself if I didn't 100% believe in myself. So even before I got coaching, my mindset has completely shifted from, I don't know whether I could do this, I don't know if it's successful, I'm not willing to bet on myself, to, okay, I 100% believe in myself, and as a result, I will get coaching. That mind shift is really everything. The whole world changes when you believe in yourself. You start doing things you never would do, you start trying out new things, and It's just this unwavering belief that, okay, everything is figure-outable and I will do whatever it takes to figure it out. So I'm really proud of myself for 
finally believing in myself and taking actions that are aligned with that and finally spending money on myself and feeling that I am worthy of that time, that dedication, that financial investment. The second question is, what are some of the results you've created this year? I actually just did a decade in review. Yeah, that's like taking it to the next step. And so the results are pretty fresh in my mind, especially since most of them are from this year. And I'm excited to share that with you. So some of the results that I've created are going all in on my business and getting a coach, creating a really strong brand presence on social media, specifically LinkedIn, and getting really high-ticket or high-end clients for this year, which seemed really impossible in the beginning of the year. So again, that huge shift from earlier this year to end of this year. And I would say the result that I am most proud of is continuing to persist that dedication. It's been about two years now, and I feel this is when it's really taking off. I'm on that super upward trajectory, hockey stick, if you call it, if you will. I'm just amazed at the life that I've created for myself. It's really freaking amazing. I have a career that I love, that fulfills me, that excites me. I have a growing business, and I have a thriving life with loving relationships and a lifestyle where I'm able to travel as a digital nomad. I'm actually going to Asia next year starting in February for about four months. So if you are in Japan, Taiwan, Bali, India, let me know. And yeah, it's just really amazing. And this year has been a huge growth year. I'm proud of myself and I'm really glad that I'm creating the space and that you're creating a space to really sit down and acknowledge yourself for what you've created in your life. And obviously they are results that I haven't created that I wanted to earlier this year. That's okay too. I now know what it takes to create the results that I have and I'm happy with the pace that I'm going out. Um, earlier this year, I was really, really close to burnout and not really creating any results. So I'm really grateful for this alternative way of living where you are creating results and you're living easefully. I kind of answered a little bit of the third question, which is, what is a limiting belief you've unlearned this year and you're ready to let go? So this limiting belief that I let go this year contributed a lot to my belief of I am not enough and always have to do more, 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 more. And I think that's probably something that you can resonate with. It's definitely a common theme that I hear from my coaching clients. This limiting belief is that everything that I do has to be hard. I think growing up, we're taught that hard work triumphs over everything. You have to put in the effort to achieve success, which I do agree in the sense that persistence and dedication are important. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean that success has to be really hard, like that you have to put a lot of effort in. Because when I had that limiting belief, I chose literally the hardest routes to get anywhere. I would try to, you know, find my clients online and cultivate new relationships instead of tapping into my existing network. I have amazing resources, but I never thought about asking them for help. That's just one example of how I made it super hard for myself to grow and thrive because I thought that everything had to be hard. I thought that I needed to struggle in order to succeed. Like the more struggle I had, the more promised success. But it's actually kind of counterintuitive and productive because if you think about it, when you're acting from a place of ease, you are enjoying what you're doing, which means you know choosing a marketing channel that you enjoy and that aligns with you and that feels good to you. You are using your strengths. Your strengths are natural, so it comes easily to you instead of trying to build up some other weakness and try to make yourself more rounded, which just makes you average and not really stand out with your strengths. And the impact of realizing this limiting belief is that now work feels so much more easeful. I used to dread sending out newsletters because I would take hours to write them, but now I'm like, oh, I wrote a post on LinkedIn. I will repurpose it to my email change it up to fit my, you know, audience on my email, and then 30 minutes later, send. And it can be that easy. So I am really excited to let go of this limiting belief that everything has to be hard and go towards a path of least resistance instead of creating artificial barriers for myself. So The fourth question is, what overarching theme do you want to have your next year to revolve around? The theme that I want for my next year is playful. I was kind of stuck between playful and bold because right now I'm trying to embrace more of myself and not holding back my personality or characteristics of myself. So as you're listening to a podcast, you can kind of see how I slowly transformed from being really professional to being more myself and having fun on these interviews. And I chose playful because I feel like that's the hardest thing for me to, in a way, that's myself. And I think act to kind of let go, let my inner child come out because I feel like I suppress a lot of that. I am still working through the this mask that I feel like I have to pull on to seem, you know, professional. And I just really want more of my personality to shine through, to show up authentically. The boldness will come later on as well. (laughs) And I'm just really excited to have that playful theme as I am making this podcast, as I'm showing up on social as I meet people in real life, um, as I travel with my partner abroad, I think it'll be a really good year of playfulness. The fifth and final question is, what is your big goal for 2020? I feel like my big goals are always revolved around careers. And 
that's probably because it's something that I've always drawn to since since college and it's the most important part of me so my big goal is to be more involved in the Asian community. This year I've started to embrace that part of myself and I want to reach more of you. I want to create more resources for you to make this goal more concrete and specific. And I thought a little bit about this as I was lying on the couch before recording and it does feel a little scary to say but I want to be the number one creative coach for Asian professionals who want to change into more creative careers. Right now, I haven't come across a lot, which kind of also scares me because like, I wanted to be a role model for others, but it also feels scary to be kind of a trailblazer. I want to really cement myself as the coach for Asian professionals because I can see that as my true potential. Like if I were to reach my highest potential, I could see myself as that. And I feel that it's my responsibility be that person for others and to you know raise awareness around those podcasts and around careers that are possible for Asians, which is a limitless possibility and if even if it takes a lot of outside of my comfort zone, like promoting myself, quote-unquote selling myself, I feel called to that because personally, I love to see more of your gifts in this world. I want to let you know that pursuing a creative career is 100% possible and that you can be successful at it and it would be such an honor for me to be part of your journey. We are so creative. All of us have taken music lessons, drawing lessons when we are younger, and it's sad to have those incredibly beautiful gifts and these intrinsic talents be suppressed. I firmly believe that the most important thing is choosing something that you're interested in, because ultimately, if you're interested in it, you all become good at it. And when you become good at it and learn how to package yourself, you will earn a stable income and be happy. Like, (laughs) how amazing is that? So that is my big goal for 2020. And it'll be really fun to listen to this at the end of 2020. And I'm sure I will really pleasantly surprise myself. Before we end this episode, I want you to take a second and really pat yourself on the back or hug yourself for finishing this year-end review. Like, really, it's amazing that you took out the time to do something that's so important to reflect and plan for your next year. So definitely kudos to you. And I would love to hear what was your favorite question or what insights you had or what your big goal for 2020 is. Just DM me or tag me on Instagram at The Arts Podcast. I also have such freaking awesome interviews lined up for you next year. So excited. And you're just going to love next week's episode. So make sure to look out for that. It's really going to jumpstart your new year. 
and I hope you have an incredible next a couple of days. Remember that you are worthy, you are enough, and I'll see you in 2020. So many goodies in this episode, right? If you can think of one person in particular who would find today's message really helpful on their career change journey, please, please share this episode with them. It can make a huge difference. And as a big thank you for being here, one of the most common questions that I get is, how do I get unstuck? And so I put together a free guide that you can use to help you break out of the rut and start taking steps towards a career you love through a Get Unstuck side project. You can get that guide for free over at onemonthprojects.com slash get unstuck. Enjoy and see you next week.